This is Bill McLive, iHeartRadio's talk for the Space Coast. With today's Common Sense on Common Radio. Here's Bill Mick. Glad you're here for our third hour on this Monday, the 4th of October, 2021. The McPherson Financial Group bringing you this hour of Bill Mick Live. Before we jump into our conversation with Dave Bowman, those stories linked up for you at BillMick.com under the 8 a.m. Dave Bowman section. Also links to his uh, podcast, The Dave Plausibly Live, The Dave Bowman Show. Uh, good What the Frock episode yesterday from Dave and Rod. So catch up with that when you get the opportunity. That was a lot of fun. But also in addition to those stories, before we bring Dave on, under the politics and more sec- section, I've got a story linked up as a positive Afghanistan story ending. And we all saw, and we didn't have time to get into this in the last hour, but it's well worth your time and well worth a read. As Remember the baby being handed over the barbed wire fence to the Marine, and the Marine says, I'll take care of your baby. And these parents, this is a newborn child being handed over to a United States Marine because those parents wanted a better life for their child. Well, it's got a happy ending, and it's worth the time for you to read it. Go to BillMick.com. Under politics and more, uh, well, the headline there is Friday follow-ups, the divide and the sound of silence, which we covered in our first and second hours today. So you can catch all those podcasts later at BillMick.com and on the Bill Mick Live iHeartRadio channel. But read this story under the politics and more subsection there, a positive Afghanistan story ending. It's from Fox News about the disposition of that child now. And what's going on in that family, it is uplifting, it is heartwarming, and you'll be glad to hear it. One seven six eight twelve forty. as we bring the host of Plausibly Live into the show from Silverdale, Washington this morning, Dave Bowman. Morning, my friend. How you doing? I am well, Bill. Good to be here. I always enjoy having you around. Um, I thought we would start with a story that I noted from the AP via Fox News. Uh, and this takes me back to my pro-umpiring days. We had teams in both Albany, New York, and Glens Falls, New York, about 50, file, 50 miles or so north on the north way, up in the Adirondacks. Beautiful, beautiful country. Wonderful town of Glens Falls. And the uh, the Queensberry Hotel where they put us up, was it was a old building, 100 years old or better at the time, and uh, renovated, remodeled, just a beautiful hotel and a great place to stay. Some great food around Glens Falls that we enjoyed there, too. But now this New York County in upstate is being forced to send their human bodies to a hospital up in Glens Falls, out of Albany, uh, because the medical examiner has not been vaccinated against the coronavirus. And they require that in Albany. They don't require it up in Glens Falls, apparently. So my question is, so we can transmit COVID to the dead? You know, and and you can go back to March of, of 2020 on my show. And I, this has been my mantra since day one of this, Bill. You could probably say it with me. If COVID is everything we've been told it is, if this is the most infectious disease, the most dangerous disease to ever face humanity, we are uh-huh. doing everything wrong. Wrong. We've been doing it all wrong. Absolutely. And and this is just another example of it. Number one, okay, can the dead get COVID? No. Can the dead spread COVID? Hell, I don't know. 
But okay. Well, you know, if if you've got the cast of Monty Python going through the streets, bring out your dead. Maybe <laughs> that's true. But, but what the obvious question here is: Why does Albany require vaccinations, but Glen Falls doesn't? What I mean, do we really have a problem with this disease, or do we really just want to pretend we have a problem where it's convenient to? And I'm voting for B in that discussion for a long, long time, Dave. God, it is driving me insane. I mean, I literally sat here a few weeks ago during the fires. We had a day where we had smoke really bad. And our weather babe right. here, our local weather babe, actually said, this is an exact quote, if you have to go outside today, wear an N95 mask because the cloth masks will not protect you from the smoke. I remember that discussion and from your podcast. She said it without irony. She said it without humor. She said it without, She said it because she believes it. And, and nobody even batted an eye. Nobody even went, wait a minute, <laughs> time out. Can we, can we back up here a little bit? And yeah. It's just, it's, it's remarkable to me how we seem to vacillate between just absolute panic over this disease and absolute dismissal of this disease. I mean, what? No what? concerns at the award shows for those who are in the elite class, the actors, the producers, the directors, but those who are serving there. Well, have to wear one. Same with politicians. When, when politicians are on the camera, they have to wear a mask. When they're not off the cam on the camera, they're not wearing the mask. I mean, uh-huh. this uh, this whole thing is just it's it's gotten to the point of I, I'm firmly convinced that a hundred years from now, when they're writing the books about this stuff, they're going to think that we are that we they're going to think we were the stupidest people that ever existed in human history, and we probably I don't are. Agree with that. We probably are. Yeah. When it comes to this, we most certainly are. Well, it's not just this that we're stupid about, Bill. But, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just I, the, 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 the just think the thought process that has to go through the mind of the the spokesperson who has to stand out there in front of a press corps and explain this to people. No, we have to do the autopsy mm-hmm. somewhere in Glen Falls because the doctor's not vaccinated. Which isn't the real reason. The real reason is because Glenn Falls doesn't have a vaccine mandate. Right. But he or a mask mandate. Right, but he yeah. can't yeah, say yeah, that. Vaccine, I'm sorry, yeah. Right, but he can't say that. He has to try to blame the doctor for not being vaccinated. If this doctor would just get vaccinated, we wouldn't have to do this. And, you know, I spokesperson is one of those jobs that I would never want. But it sure seems like fun. There's a there's an old movie, Spies Like Us, where Chevy Chase plays a spokesperson for for a uh, government agency, and it's hysterical because it's it, it, these people. I don't know how they do it. I, I really don't. I mean, I know we all hate Jen Psaki, but she's really good at what she does. She really is, if you think about mm-hmm. it. So well, when you think about the position she's put in by right. the various things that occur around her, that's exactly right. Right, and, I mean, and in order to stand up there. And present yourself credibly, even if you're not coming off that way. That's not easy to do, especially if you're a person with any kind of conscience and, and you don't necessarily believe what you're uttering. And in the wake of COVID, I mean, nobody, no sane person could actually hold these press conferences or make these comments. No person that actually thinks could do this because you, you literally have to, what's the phrase, willing suspension of disbelief to not see how incredibly 
wrong we are about everything we're doing if everything we're told by Dr. Fauci today is true. And, and well, he took a credibility hit over the weekend, too, because he's already talking about not getting together for Christmas. Actually, well, he was asked by a reporter whether or not we'd be able to gather for Christmas, as if the reporter is, A, throwing him a softball, and B, waiting for permission from the government to conduct her holiday festivities. Dave, I want to talk to you about that. We'll do it when we continue. In 60 seconds, this is Bill Mick Live. Operation Stormwatch in effect throughout hurricane season at BillMick.com. Keyword storm will take you there. Brought to you by Paul Davis Restoration. Dave Bowman with us uh, from Plausibly Live, the Dave Bowman Show podcast. Dave, we're talking about Dr. Fauci. He took some heat over the weekend over that question that, that was posed to him, and his response was, it's too early to call. That may, be, that may have been the best answer he's given to any question he's been asked. It may be the only correct answer he's given. I mean, <laughs> it, it, but even that's wrong. I mean, it's too early to tell. Come on, we've been doing this for almost two years now. How is it too early to tell? Fauci to me. Well, and Hugh Hewitt. Did you see the Hugh Hewitt interview with him? Yeah. Yeah, he's just. And, and he, he basically says, Fauci, he says, look, you've lost credibility with the American people. Wouldn't it be wise for you to step out now and let some other uh, professional step into that role? And Fauci just is eating up the spotlight and, and denies it. it and says, right. no, no, I'm right. the guy. He can't do it. I mean, it but here's here's. That's the great example of a government apparatchik who is just consumed by his his power madness. I mean, this guy's 80 plus years old. He should have retired a decade ago. But he's in a position of power and he's in a position where he's got influence now, which is the most critical element in any government is influence. And he thinks Mm -hmm. people are listening to him. What he doesn't... how. How he doesn't realize what a incredibly obtuse, just punching bag he's become is beyond me. He thinks he's being taken seriously, and I don't get it. I don't understand how how someone with his education and background doesn't say that. Somebody doesn't pull him aside and go, dude, you're making a fool of yourself, is Mm -hmm. is beyond me. He obviously has no friends, because if I had friends that didn't tell me I was being a moron— I'd be mad at him. That's part of the fun of talking with you, Dave. <laughs> People tell me I'm a moron every day. It's no big deal. But, but You know, the, the problem is they can't put Fauci on, on the pile of bodies on the cart that they're hauling around because he's not dead yet. <laughs> and maybe they need to come up with the same solution as they did in uh, the, the search for the Holy Grail. Right, hit him over the head with a hammer. Yeah, I think that's illegal. That would do it, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Dave that's Bowman with us as we continue. You folks on hold, we get to your calls when we come back. You want in? We got room for you, too. It's 321-768-1240 as Dave Bowman joins us for hour number three of Bill McLive on this Monday morning. Uh, also coming up. The Biden chants at sporting events. Yay! We'll tell you about those. See what you think. The time is 826. Common Sense on Common Radio. This is Bill Mick Live. Joining in spreading that common sense this morning, Dave Bowman from Plausibly Live. Dave Bowman Show podcast. You'll find a link to that at BillMick.com on today's show page, which is entitled 
Friday follow-ups because our first couple of major stories of the day were continuations of discussions that we'd started on Friday with new information that came available over the weekend. Catch all of that in the podcast section at BillMick.com and on the Bill Mick Live iHeartRadio channel. Dave, as a uh, longtime radio pro and now podcaster, I know your favorite thing in the world is phone calls, and we've got a bunch of them stacked up. So we're going to go there. We've been talking about mishandling the coronavirus, the idea that up in Albany, New York, an area I'm familiar with, I umpired pro baseball in that region in the uh, what was at the time the Eastern Division of the Northern League. Great baseball and, and great region of the country. Beautiful in upstate New York. I love that area. They're moving the autopsies from from Albany because they require the doctors to be vaccinated to Glens Falls, about 50 miles north, a place that I dearly love. And uh, they don't have the vaccine requirement there. And then Dr. Fauci weighing in on uh, too early to call Christmas, whether or not we can get together with our families as if we're waiting for the government to tell us what we have permission to do. Dave, let me give you about 30 seconds on that before we hit those phone calls. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm kind of a Grinch. I'm okay with canceling Christmas, but I don't think he's going to do that. Okay, never mind that Dave's Jewish. Okay, that's a different story. (laughs) Yeah, okay, Dr. Fauci, can I have Hanukkah? I mean, I can't believe he would say something that stupid. How does somebody with that level of education and that level of experience say something that incredibly stupid? I, I just, I don't get it. It's, it, got, it has to be on Could purpose. It, be it has to be because of a story we had earlier that this whole thing, medication and everything else, has all been politicized, and it's a political discussion, not a medical one anymore. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's this has become politics as opposed to anything else. That's all it is. Let's get to those phones. Jim is in Vieira. Jim, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Bill. Morning, buddy. I think you guys have approached us with the most common sense of uh, analysis I've heard yet. Uh, the two of you combined hit the nail on the head. If this was what it was presented as, we would all be dead by now. It would have been the Andromeda strain, right? Yes, and moving moving the autopsies, this sounds like something out of The Walking Dead. I can't even <laughs> believe that they're thinking of that. Um, it, it just defies logic. The only thing I say uh, with respect to Fauci that you guys might be missing is, if you go to one of our school board meetings, and I'm combining two of your topics, okay, 45 to 50% of the people think that Dr. Fauci is Moses on the top of the mountain. Every word that comes out of his mouth, they, they repeat. He is, he is the guy to listen to to not die from corona. That must have been the uh, tablet that Mel Brooks dropped when he came down from the oh, mountain, I'm guessing. You, you know, I've been in, as you know, Bill, I've been an anti-masker from the very beginning. Right. I did understand, you know, when, the thir- when it first came out, we should maybe take a step back. Let's see how bad this is. But time has proven that this is not the end of the world. I mean, everyone I had it, I didn't even have a symptom. I mean, I just, I don't get it why the, the world or half the world or half the country is still in such a state of panic. I think you guys did a fantastic job exposing that this morning. We appreciate it, Jim. Good to have you along. Dave, some thoughts there? Well, I appreciate the thoughts. I, I just, you know, common sense has gone out the window a, a long time ago. And as for the 45%, who believe everything he says. I think that's part of the problem that we have across the board is that 
no matter what the situation is, you're going to have 40, 45% of the country that just doesn't get it one way or the other. Either It doesn't matter what the topic is. So I'm not surprised that it's that high for this because people, people don't want to think. They want to be told. Yeah, and, and we're also ready to fight at the drop of a hat when we disagree, which is another part of the problem that we've discussed incessantly, it seems. Before we get another call in, the McPherson Financial Group is bringing you this hour of the program. Uh, don't forget their show each weekend on WMMB. It's called The Art of Money, airing three times each weekend here on 92.7 FM. What do they talk? The thing the things that they do every day in their job help you pl- plan and prepare for the rest of your life in retirement and in planning to do it successfully it takes some thought it takes some understanding of the markets and how they work it takes understanding your goals and your capability to invest now and plan for that future that's what art and the staff at the mcpherson financial group diligently work on in your behalf and on their show every weekend you can reach out to the mcpherson financial group at 321 253 2016 or online at com. By the way, McPherson Financial Group LLC is a financial services firm that offers a broad array of products and services, including insurance and annuities. Licensed in Florida, and yes, I am compensated for this endorsement. There we go. Back to the phones we go. We check in with uh, Rod, who's in Grant. Rod, welcome to the show this morning. Good morning. Broke up just a bit, but go ahead with your point. Okay, fine. You're right. I did wake up half an hour ago. Give me a break. I love you. Um, you know, my new mantra is, see, nobody cares. And I would like to offer up a proposal of how the other side views those of us that do care. And it goes something like this. Go out there and say something outrageous. you got to be kidding me. Just go do it. Okay. They go out and do it. And they come back and go, see, told you, nobody cares. And then it turns out that a good number of people really do care. And the person that had to go out and say something absolutely insane goes, look, they're complaining, they're whining and carrying on. And then they're going to look back at them and go, but what are they going to do about it? They're not going to do anything. Let them bitch and whine. Nobody, Nobody cares enough to do anything about it. And day after day, that point gets proven correct. And now, do you, do you no, believe there's nobody trying to do anything about it, or are they just being unsuccessful in those attempts? They're not trying to do anything about it because essentially you've got a situation now. I mean, take a look at what they're doing with first responders. They put them on a pedestal for a year. Now it's if you don't get a vaccination, you're going to lose your job. And, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, we're going to fire you, and we're going to take your pension away from you. This is The overreach on this is mind-numbing. To constitutional Americans. I don't disagree with you, Rod. They sit around and drink cognac and go, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And they're right. Nothing is being done. Okay, let me get Dave's response to all that. Dave, go ahead. Well, I'm not sure that nothing is being done. There, There used to be in the old Soviet Union, there was a joke, as long as they pretend to pay us, we'll pretend to work. And there was this this attitude of, yeah, the nabobs talk and talk and talk, the apparatchiks talk and talk and talk, but reality on the ground is much different. And I think that's, in my world anyway, that's what I'm seeing. I mean, there's a lot of chatter on the news, but reality out in the world is much different than than I presented in the news. People are 
much more relaxed about this than the news would have me believe and the press would have me believe. So I'm. I, Is that because, Dave, we're finding our own workarounds and we're doing what we want to do because we have the freedom to do that and we're not waiting for them to tell us? We're, I, we're actually tired of them trying to tell us. I think we're all starting in some ways. I think many of us are starting to realize that these people are just going to chatter on and they're going to continue saying these things. And it's clear that they're wrong about this whole thing. But. Until we can have elections or whatever, in the meantime, we gotta we gotta continue on. We we, we, play, we used to have a phrase in the Navy: "Play the game," and I almost feel like that's what we're doing right now. We're just playing the game. I think there's something to be said for that. Now, also to counter just a little bit what Rod was saying, Moms for Liberty at MomsForLiberty.org. They're being effective, they're growing exponentially, and they are having successes in various school districts around the country. This is a national battle that has to be fought locally in order to be won, and they're seeing wins in various districts across the country. So there's, there is a template, if you will, for how this battle's to be fought. In, in, in many fronts, many ways, not just school issues, but other issues as well. And if you can follow the Moms for Liberty mantra, looks like there'll be a path to success there. So there are those who are fighting it, fighting it well, fighting it right, and having some success. Dave Bowman continues with us. We've got one segment to go on a Monday morning. I do want to get the president's story in because, A, I think it's funny, and B, it also tells us a whole lot about ourselves. And we've got jam phone lines. One line available for you if you want in at 321-768-1240. When we pick it up with Plausibly Live, the Dave Bowman Show podcast host, Dave Bowman, as we wrap up a Monday on Bill Mick Live. Stay with us. 473-733. I'm just bound to let Charlie Daniels play all day and not talk anymore. 321-768-1240 as the McPherson Financial Group brings you our final segment of a Monday just ahead of Glenn Beck show on WMMB. Let's uh, get back with the host of Plausibly Live, the Dave Bowman Show podcast, who is with us each Monday at 8 o'clock, each Monday that we're capable of being together anyway. And, Dave, before we go back to those phones, we've got some folks that have been holding for a good bit. Um, I want to get this story out in front of us because we both noted it over the weekend. You noted it from the college football angle. I noted it from the NASCAR angle. And it's basically – that at all of these collegiate and professional sports venues now, it has become popular to have a chant when they're doing on-field interviews and the like of F-bomb Biden across the country. How are you perceiving that? Well, it, it, it was interesting to me because, again, college football, it seems prevalent. I will say it seems more regional than, than everywhere. It seems to be heavier in the southeast than, than anywhere else. I did not, imagine that. Yeah, I didn't notice it at all yesterday during the NFL. But again, I didn't watch every game, so I don't know. Um, and the NFL is notorious for being very controlling of the broadcast and what they let get in. Yeah, they're uh, and, and see, you can't even trust the crowd mics anymore because we we've spent an entire year with them faking the crowd noise. So I don't know if what I'm hearing is real or not anymore. Anyway, I uh, I'm a little. I'm a little iffy about this because I just – is this really the state of political discourse in this country that we stand up at a sporting event and yell 
F word. Based on a lot of our discussions lately, yeah. Yeah, I know. But we got, I mean, we got people chasing senators in the bathrooms with cameras now in Arizona. And I just, I, I'm uncomfortable with that. Paddling descent. up to Joe Manchin's yacht yeah. in D.C. Harbor. But at the same time, Bill, we also have a long history of behaving like that. I mean, it was, wasn't, what, 250 years ago we were tarring and feathering people who disagreed with us. So it's it's kind of an American thing. But I'm, it's, it's not something that I would participate in as a general rule of thumb. I just, I just think it's kind of knee-culturny, uncultured. Well, and that goes back to our hour one topic that we opened up with this morning. So catch that podcast at BillMick.com when you get a chance. Dave, let's try to knock some of these phone calls out before the day is done. We'll begin with Steve, who's in Melbourne. Steve, welcome to the show. This is on Fauci and and that and the the mass murder. Sure. Um, but um, going on to this, he he was also asked about natural immunity for people that either had a natural immunity or had COVID, and that and he acted like he had never heard of it in the 18 months that he's been the Nazi leader of this movement. You know, but he he acted like this. Here's a question I got for you guys. So natural immunity, he acted like in 18 months he had never heard that, even though he has stated that you're supposed to get this. But you guys take some credence in what the CDC says, right? Scientifically backed decisions, right? Uh, Don't put words in our mouth, Steve. Get to your question. My question is, do you take scientific evidence from an organization that says that men can have babies? No, I take scientific advice from my doctor who knows me and is a friend that I trust. Okay, I'm just I'm just asking. I mean, we're we're giving credence to Fauci and the CDC and there's Steve, you haven't been listening to the show because I don't know that Dave or I've given Fauci Fauci any credence since almost the beginning, Dave. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't buy any. Fauci is an apparatchik. He's a politic. He's a political. He's a political appointee. He is not functionally a doctor. I realize he has a medical degree, but he hasn't served as a doctor in how long? Since the '80s, probably. Uh, if, if you know anything about his history, you know that once upon a time, not that long ago, the left absolutely hated him. They despised him. Why? Because his flip-flopping and and political machinations when it came to the AIDS crisis were the equivalent of what he's doing now with COVID. He he goes with where the power is. He plays the power game. No, I don't listen to Dr. Fauci for anything when it comes to my medical stuff. Dr. Ben Yonis is my doctor. Dr. Wilcox is my doctor. Those are the guys I listen to. And Yeah, amen. You know, <laughs> and I just hung up on Lou and didn't mean to. We were going to go to his call next, so let me do this. We'll be back in sixty seconds. This is Bill Mick Live. Today's insider email will link you back to the blog page. It will contain last week's McNugget scripts, plus linking you back to everything we do here at BillMick.com. Now we've got Lou in Tampa. Lou, good morning. Welcome. Hey boys, how are you? We're good. What are you thinking here today? So. I don't think it's just the political side. I think it's also not just the power, but it's the money. At the top of the hour, Fauci's this new drug that Merck has out. Maybe that's a homework assignment for, for you two, to find out what's in this drug, because they're the ones that came out with, invented it, ivermectin. All of a sudden, they have this new drug 
that's currently $70 a tablet and is a new formulation of the same stuff. So my, what I told um, Dave, what I told Bill on, uh, when I was on hold, my fiance has not only been fully vaccinated, she's had the booster shot. Last week she tested positive for COVID. So we have all the, in the, you're talking, there's treatment. So she now had the monoclonal treatment also. Fauci comes out and says, we don't have to stop worrying about treatments. Let's not get everyone vaccinated. Wait a minute. Vaccinated people are not only getting the virus, they're dying from the virus. We have to look at different things. I've been saying for a long time, we got to look at treatments. This, this vaccine is not a vaccine. It's a shot. We've been saying that for weeks, months, year, almost a year. It's, it's, it's not a not traditional vaccine as we've come to think of it. Lou, hope she's doing okay. Is she feeling all right? Bill has a lot of the, I mean, she's still, Bill, she has all of the symptoms. She had the, the she went to get the monoclonal treatment because she was having trouble with breathing. Uh-huh. She's had, uh, she had uh, the body aches. Right. She's had loss of smell, loss of taste. So did the treatment help her improve any at all? I've understood in family members that I've had and others that if they were vaccinated and they got that monoclonal antibody treatment, that they were better almost instantly. Did you see improvement or not? No, nah, she's not having as quick of an improvement as everybody else that I've heard. I've heard the same thing that you've, that you've heard. Yeah, well, give her my best, Lou. I haven't seen her in a while, but give her my best and bring her to lunch as soon as she's feeling better. would be good to see her again. Dave, give us your thoughts here. Uh, Lou was kind of breaking up there, so I'm not sure I heard everything. But, but yeah, look, money is power, and power is politics. Of course the money is involved with this. I mean, there is – when this whole thing is uncovered, if it ever is totally uncovered, you're going to discover that money drives the world. I mean, that's there's a lot here that is – really unnerving in a lot of ways but at the same time it's no it's no accident that the pandora papers came out this week it's it there's there's a lot of that underlying who's really controlling things going on here and i'm not convinced that fauci's not a part of that i i don't I don't like Dr. Fauci I didn't vote for Dr. Fauci I would if Dr. Fauci was here I would tell him that but at the same time, there isn't a whole hell of a lot I can do about it. I didn't appoint him. I don't pay him. I mean, I guess I do, but I don't sign his checks. So at, at the same time, it's like all I can do is play the game on my end. And I think that's where we're all left. Let's go back to the phones. Line one, you're next with Bill and Dave. Good morning. Good morning, Bill and Dave. It's Bobby in the Atlantic. Hey, Bobby, what's uh, up? The, uh, man, y'all just, I, I got thrown for a loop and I forgot what I was going to say when I found out that y'all were Fauciites and, and supreme followers of the CIA. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. We have people who don't listen to the show to hear the content, <laughs> but to find an opening to try to say something. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, so I, I kind of, uh, I'm, I'm still stumbling back from that. But, um, you know, so my parents, one's vaccinated, one's not vaccinated. Um, my dad got fully vaccinated at the, heavy wishes from his father um, that all of his children got vaccinated. My grandfather is 92. Okay. And he, uh, they're both sick right now. And they both tested positive yesterday for COVID, you know, and they went and took the monocle, or whatever. Uh, the, tra- the antibody treatment. So, yeah. The an- yeah. You know, I, 
But I'm just, it's just you watch too many things that are just way too auspicious with, with, with everything going on now, right? Um, and I'm still trying to remember what it was I was going to say before that revelation. Um, how, how's, how, how's your, how are your parents feeling? Um, I, I don't know yet. I'm waiting to hear from them this morning. Okay, so um, they, they've the taken the treatment recently then? Yeah, they took it yesterday afternoon. Okay. Yeah, it takes yeah. 24 hours or so, but I've heard it's rather quick. Bobby, wish them the best. If you think of it, get back to us here, uh, and hopefully we have a chance to get back to you if you do. Line two, you're on with Bill and Dave. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Dave. Third wisest man. Uh, I just wanted to, uh, point of clarification, uh, Dave made reference earlier to uh, something about Fauci's level of education. Uh, I've looked up about four bios on Fauci, and all he's got for qualifications is an MD. He has no other postgraduate. Well, that certainly doesn't give him as much qualification as you have to be prescribing ivermectin or something then. Do what? I said that doesn't give him as much qualification as you have to, like, prescribe ivermectin or whatever. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying that that Dr. Fleming, who is a go, one of my go-to guys on this. Hey, Kip, I'm not getting into the debate over what's treatable and what's not. Line three, last call of the day. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Mario, make it quick. We're about out of time. The... Uh... I believe that the American people are going to keep resisting and that the government's going to keep resisting the American people. And I'm wondering where this is going to go because I'm willing to resist till I'm dead. Okay, let me get that in front of Dave before the show ends, Mario, because that's a great thought. Dave, we get a lot of folks talking revolution-type stuff and willing to fight it. Where is this taking us as you see it? Yeah, a lot of people talk, but when when the rubber meets the road, are they really? I mean, that's there's there's all that. As far as what Skip said, I mean, I have a PhD. It doesn't necessarily mean anything, but at the same time, you're uh, okay. He's got a medical doctorship that should make him a medical doctor, right? So if he's a medical so, doctor, yeah. wouldn't he know something about medicine? I mean, just because you have a degree doesn't mean you know anything. And at the same time, he's still an apparatchik. He's still been doing that job since the 1980s. It's time for him to go. Dave, I know you don't get to hear it because until you hear the podcast, but we're closing with, with some medical advice from um, Eric Clapton. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> you know, I've always thought Coca-Cola would be better with, with they brought back the cocaine. With the original uh, formula? Yes. Could be that. Dave Bowman, always a pleasure, my friend. Enjoy our conversations. Go have yourself a good Monday in Silverdale, Washington, will you? Will do. Live long. Prosper. Yep, and you as well. That's going to do it for today's Bill McLive. This hour has been brought to you by the McPherson Financial Group. Make sure, and skip especially you, anything that uh, you've missed today. Catch the 6 o'clock hour podcast because it's relevant to what happened here in multiple ways and we'll see you in the morning for our Tuesday edition have a good one